right? So, by the way, when I'm putting out the idea of a vasectomy, okay, keep it keep it coming because I love I love that one. But okay. um, if there was if there was a uh, a male birth control pill, I probably would have put that in there as well because what that that one section in there was meant to say is that beware of like when the sperm leaves your body, you lose all power over like over paternity and children and everything else. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that really slows guys down. It keeps, it's a, uh, it's a hindrance right, to becoming, to, to, sure, to sure, getting sure. up to, to becoming a high value guy. So family creation, I'm not saying you should do these things, but if you want to get to the quickest way to, to doing those things, because it takes longer for men to mature into it's their peak the potential, then these are the sacrifices that you're going to have to make to get to it as fast as you possibly can. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the MHF show, The Man, Husband, Father. Once again, my name is Joey. I do go by Mensa. Um, well, I have I have been away for a minute. I think maybe a couple of weeks or so. I've been I've been a little bit sick. So I've been just stuck in the house and without recording on this particular show and not even recording on the Tuxedo Time, which I do have uh, with my wife. The other podcast, if you've not listened to that podcast yet, um, it's, it's really, really, really good show. Uh, we do talk a lot more about pretty much everything, but then we focus a lot more on relationships. I think it's probably because we are a couple. So my wife and I, most of the time we talk about relationship stuff and then we just decided to turn on the microphone to, you know, the conversations that we have in the house. So if you have not checked that out yet, go ahead and check it out. It's called the Tuxedo Time, uh, Tuxedo Time, the podcast. Go ahead and check that out. Um, on this particular one, uh, this particular channel, the men, husband, father, I focus mainly on men. So it's mostly about conversations for young men and you know grown men, adults. It doesn't matter. From a boy, well, I wouldn't say a boy because a boy does not necessarily learn anything. So I would say from a young man to adulthood, right? Basically for men. So. Uh, that is what this channel basically focuses on. And today, hey, before we even get into it, right? Um, it, it's I, I'm sure you've probably seen it on social media already. Uh, the godfather of the so-called red pill just out there saying some crazy stuff that I wanted to touch on. I think it came out when I was sick and I couldn't wait to talk about it. But I wasn't feeling well and I didn't feel the need to try to record and do all that because uh, I do the recording, the editing, everything all by myself. So I didn't feel the need to kind of like try to record and do all that while I'm not 100% healthy. I wanted to make sure that I regain my strength and everything before I get to it. One of my addictions that sucks, but hey, I'm, I'm working on me. So Red Pill, I think... Um, before I changed the channel to Man, Husband, Father, Red Pill folks were some of the people that I've been talking about previously. So some of the episodes, I deleted them. But even if I put all that together, it's about 90% of the topics that I've talked about on, on this particular show, which is just me, not the one with me and Stasia, has been about Red Pill folks. I think... There is something about what they stand for, the ideology that does not sit well with me at all. Like, there is something about it that I don't get. I think every time that I listen to them, I feel like they go the extreme. It's like the male version of feminism, basically. In my opinion, not 
not the the feminism that is looking to get opportunities and all, but the feminism that is more about we hate men, we hate men. The red pill is more like that because there were times that I listened to some red pill folks that they would talk about every lady is a cheat, every lady cheats, every lady does them like, how do you categorize that? Like, what happened? <laughs> what made you guys come to this conclusion, right? What made you guys start feeling like this? And most of the time, there was something that happened. Because if I listen to, um, I think there was one point that there was a podcast with Just Pearly Things, which is a lady, but it's like a red pill lady. And MTR, they had a conversation with Donovan Sharp, I believe is his name. And then he talked about how a 19-year-old kind of used him and all that. And, and I could understand how he turned crazy red pill like that, right? The red pill ideology, which we will get into the role of conversation real quick, uh, which he, call, he, he calls himself um, the godfather of red pill. Well, from an interview, he says he, he was given the name. But on, on other interviews, people call him that and he doesn't refute it, right? So it's kind of like when people say you call yourself, he still doesn't refute that. So, hey, who knows? We'll get into I think the Red Pill folks basically stand for some things that does not really sit well with me as a man. Like when I listen to them, most of the things that they stand for, it kind of bothers me sometimes. But before we get into it, let's just talk about what Roller posted out. I think that will lead us into the entire conversation itself. So Rollo, uh, who is known as the Godfather, and and I'll, I'll put the description, uh, his channel and everything out there. So if you want to check him out, you can check him out. And even on the podcast that he had the conversation with Sneaker on, which is the Fresh and Fit, I'll put everything in the comment section, uh, the details the description so you can check it out if you if you want to so rollo tomasi i believe is his name goes by the godfather of this red pill movement red pill ideology whatever it is they call this shit i don't even fucking know posted and he says the quickest path to becoming a high value man the quickest path to becoming a high value man now being a high value man not necessarily a red pill thing. I don't I don't think it is. I think being a high value man, well, there, there are people that speak about, I think, rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. Uh, he talked about high value men a lot. But one thing for sure is when you are a high value man, one, you are financially stable. Two, you know how to present yourself, carry yourself. You have a network and all that stuff, right? You built this network that surrounds you in in your world basically and the most important thing is having that options available for you to choose in terms of anything basically in terms of women let, let's let's stick to women because what we're going to talk about is is mostly surrounding that so in terms of women you i have other men is placed in a position or worked his way to a position where he's able to decide which which woman he wants to be with, he has that option to choose from pretty much all varieties. Not like the average man that is, is stuck in a specific lane and can't go to a certain class, right? So I have all the men that have these options. Now, what Rollo posted or tweeted is, he says, the quickest path to becoming a high volume man 
Number one, do not get married. Now, I can understand to some extent when he says do not get married, right? I think the modern DNA, marriage is becoming like a prison for most men. And sometimes you might you might lose a lot when you get into a marriage that you misread or didn't get to know your partner a lot or enough. And sometimes you even worked on everything, but somehow this marriage didn't go right. And this wife of yours, this partner of yours now wants to take everything from you, mess your life up. So I can understand when people say, in this DNA, don't get married. I won't advise that you don't per se, but I can understand why people would say that because of how the world is now. It's like women will love to take advantage of you, right? So I can understand. I can see where they're coming from when they say things like that. So I didn't really have a lot to say on that part per se. And then he says, avoid family creation. Well, not getting married is one thing. Avoiding family creation is a whole nother thing. You can choose not to get married. There are a lot of people that, based on the system and how the United States works, how marriage works in, in, in the eyes of the law and all that, they will not necessarily get married in the government system. But they live together. They do everything together like a husband and a wife. They have a family. They have kids. They raise their kids. They do everything except they don't put themselves in that space where the government sees them as a couple in books, right? But saying that the quickest way to becoming a high-value man is to avoid family creation kind of bothers me. And I know... He came out and trying to defend most of the things that he said, which I really didn't buy at all. I didn't, And we would get to the vasectomy part. I didn't really buy that at all. Now, avoiding family Christians. So what is the point? It, it makes, think, think of it this way. Think of it this way. You work hard to put yourself in a certain class, to put yourself in the 1% class of people just so you don't get married and you don't create a family and then what? And then we can say, well, he's not talking about when you get there, but before you get there, don't create a family. That can somewhat be understandable that make sure that you put yourself in a certain class before you start bringing forth kids because kids are responsibilities they come with a lot of financial responsibilities that you will need to handle so if you are trying to get to that high value man status then don't do that yet hold on that that can make sense but then when we go down the points that he listed it seems he's trying to speak to avoiding family creation as a whole avoiding the entire family creation and we will get to that now, number three, vasectomy in your 20s. Like, what the hell? What the freak is he talking about? In your 20s. 
in your 20s. Now, if you, the, the, the thing that bothers me, if you don't know much about vasectomy and if you didn't research into it and all that, the thing with that is the longer it stays, the more irreversible it becomes. The less chance you have to reverse this thing that you've done. It's like tying your tubes for men, right? And you were saying that in your 20s, a man in his 20s should get a vasectomy. That is sick. That is why I don't, I don't buy into that idea. Now, when he tried to explain, when he was pressed a little bit, Sneeko kind of, Sneeko and Destiny pressed him on uh, Fresh and Fit podcast. When he was pressed a little bit, he said, well, he's, he's speaking of preventing pregnancy and all that. But vasectomy is not necessarily just preventing pregnancy. That's why there is something called freaking condoms, right? That's why there are condoms. So you can tell a young man that, hey, you know, in your 20s, you want to be out there and have fun and do all that stuff. Protect yourself and don't make babies yet because you have a goal that you are looking to achieve. I think the previous episode, I talked about having a goal, right? And in the previous episode, when I talked about the rules for young men, the rules for men, I talked about goals. Yes, you do have goals and you have plans. And so for that reason, in your 20s, you don't want to get somebody pregnant and start raising a baby. In It's not that it, w- it will mess up your life because there are a lot of people that have done it. But it's not it, it reduces your chances because now you're bringing forth a financial burden that could have been held for the future, that could have been held for later, right? But saying that you should get a vasectomy in your 20s is crazy. It's fucking stupid. That is why I think so. And hey, you are entitled to believe whatever you want to believe. But in your 20s, how mature is even your brain to make this lifetime decision of cutting off babies? Like, have you decided permanently that you don't want babies? Or you are just doing this so that later on you will change your mind and will want to have babies? Because later on it might not necessarily work. Your chances are reducing each time that you have it. As as the time progresses, your chances of reversing that slims up. That is what happens. And so for somebody like Rolo that is like a godfather of this fucking red pill thing, to advise young men, this is not what he should say. And I understand that he says, well, this is, this is just my advice. You don't have to take it. But the problem we have now is when people are in status like this, they have millions and millions of young men, followers that follow him, that take most of the things that comes out of his mouth as somewhat gospel, right? And so saying this, a lot of young men are not necessarily thinking through Few months down the line, a lot of young men are going to go into this dumb shit trying to get vasectomy because a man that wrote a book about being a high-value man, being a red pill says, I'm supposed to do this. An immature brain thinks, if he says so, then it is. And so when you get to the point where you are a high-value man, you've got it all. You've got the money. you got the cars, you got the houses, you got everything you need, you got the network, 
You got a reputation. You got all of that. And then what? No kids. You, you don't have nobody to pass down this wisdom, this knowledge, this worth down to. That is like literally like the opposite of this, the modern day feminism that hates men, right? Those that talk about, I hate men because I've heard a lot of women say that on Clubhouse. I hate men. I don't like men. I don't want men. Like all this stuff. It's basically like going that route when you say you don't need to get married. You don't need to create a family, get a vasectomy. What the fuck would you be doing when you actually achieve that status? Just go around and have sex with random people? How fun is that? I can promise you. See, this is the thing with being a young man, right? When you are a young man, it's so fun and crazy to think that you can sleep with literally like whoever you want to sleep with or you can sleep with as many young men and all that. I mean, uh, young women or I sleep with a bunch of women. It's not that fun, really. Because at some point, as you grow, you come to realize that it's a lot of stressing. It's tiring to have four or five girlfriends that you always talking to and testing. It's it's a little tiring. It is tiring. But in, in your 20s, you might not necessarily get it. It seems fun, right? So to get to that high value status, and then you already got vasectomy in your 20s, and you can have kids, you can have family, what are you supposed to do? Just have girlfriends and just sleep around because you can't have kids? Is, is that the life? What is the point? What is the point? Because so many things in this world seems like it's more important, right? But money does not necessarily sit out there. The first three, family sits there, relationships. Because time, right? Let's just say if, if you have a mom, you have a family, your parents, if you were to be given a high-value status today, but you are going to lose your mom, your dad, your siblings, would you take it? right? Think of those things and, and come to understand that sometimes this relationship matter. And so having a family, having a partner, a wife, kids around you in the future is going to matter at some point. And advising them, young men in their 20s should get vasectomy. It's crazy. That is what he says. Right. So, by the way, when I'm putting out the idea of a vasectomy, okay, keep it keep it coming because I love I love that one. But okay. um, if there was if there was a uh, a male birth control pill, I probably would have put that in there as well because what that that one section in there was meant to say is that beware of like when the sperm leaves your body, you lose all power over like over paternity and children and everything else. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that really slows guys down. It keeps, it's a, uh, it's a hindrance right, to, to becoming, to, to getting sure. up to, to becoming a high value guy. So family creation, I'm not saying you should do these things, but if you want to get to the quickest way to, to doing those things, because it takes longer for men to mature into their peak the potential, then these are the sacrifices that you're going to have to make to get to it as fast as you possibly can. And I think he's he's lying. Or he's just finding ways around it just to circle in a way that he doesn't necessarily have to admit to the dumb advice that he gave, right? And these red pill folks, they, they have 
some crazy ideologies. Like I remember listening to Fresh and Fit talk about you have to sleep with at least at least 50 women to know what a good woman is. What the? See, on, on a previous episode, I think the episode with Carmen on Tuxedo Time, we were talking about how sometimes women don't necessarily care when a guy has been out there because it kind of shows that you, know, you, you will know what you were doing in the bedroom, right? And I was saying, well, guys need to be out there to, to kind of gain a little bit of experience. And I still stand by that. But what does it mean to be out there? Like 2000? Not really. Because when a red pill folks, like the Fresh and Fit podcast guys, says that you have to sleep with 50 women to know what a good woman is. No. You slept with 50 women to know what shitty women are. Right? And you have to start questioning yourself. What the fuck is it about you that keeps attracting these shitty women? Because you don't, as a man, if you keep going through life and the women that you attract, that you get to sleep with are all shitty, there is something the fuck wrong with you. It's just simple as that. That is one thing that these real poor folks are failing to acknowledge. That if you have to go through all these women in order to determine who a good woman is, and all the women that you go through are all shitty, there is something about you that keeps attracting these shitty women. Because high-value people will not necessarily attract ghetto people. Think about that for a minute. Do you think that, let's say, Jay-Z, right? The status that he's at and everything. Do you think Jay-Z is going to necessarily attract ghetto women? No. He's going to attract women in his class most of the time. So if if you keep saying as a rapper folk that you need to go through a bunch of women and all these women are shitty all the time, so you need to keep going through all these shitty women to know what a good woman is, no. You went through shitty women to understand what shitty women looks like. You won't necessarily know what what a good woman is. But yet, you, you still need to find out what it is about you that keeps attracting these shitty women. That is what you need to think about. But somehow, Red Pill folks are so blinded, they don't see some of these points they make. They make points as though every woman on earth is just not good enough. They make points like that most of the time. Now, on the fourth point that Roller made here, he says, lift consistently. That's good. That's good. Lift consistently. Work out. Hey, I, I need to even work on myself, right? That is good. So far, that is like the first point that I seem to like. So far, that is like the, the point that I love so far. Lift consistently. As a man, you need to work out, stay in shape. You know, make sure that you look good enough and not chubby or... Let's, let, let me put it this way. Make sure that you look good enough for the type of woman that you want. Okay? So, if you want a type of woman A, 
whatever type of woman A likes is what you need to look like. So if the type of woman that you want don't give a shit about you looking fit or staying in shape or staying healthy, then you can let go and do whatever the fuck you want. Basically, is that good for you? No. But that is how that goes. It's the same advice that we give to women all the time, right? That as a woman, the type of men that you want, you need to understand the type of men you want, what those type of men want, and be that. So if those type of men want a lady that, that loves to cook, and then you say, well, I don't cook, and I will learn to cook, I will not do shit, well, how are you going to attract that type of man? Maybe you need to change the type of man you want. It's the same advice. It goes hand in hand. So if you need to stay in shape, possibly because the type of woman that you want will want a man that stays in shape. Most women like that. Hey, so that is a good point. So number five, eliminate all sedation, sex, learn game, and networking. That is good. Learn networking. I think it's one of the things that I talked about in one of the first episodes, like for alpha men. And I hate to group men into this alpha and beta. I understand that sometimes beta men are kind of like weak in the eyes of people, both males and females. And so I, I wanted to bring attention to that so that, men in 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 a certain way can identify who they are and how to be better for themselves right but i hate grouping men into this alpha and beta and all that stuff i i, I really don't like it but learn networking that is good learn networking i think i talked about that in the previous episode and so i would say hey just go back to some of the previous episode i, I think it was the very first one not the red pill manosphere, just alpha. I think it was that episode. It was that episode. And the, the rules for young men is also good. Um, you, you can definitely check that out as well. Um, number seven, it says play your strength. Play to your strength. Build worth. Good. Resist easing up on your focus. Good. He seems to have really, really good points, right? Going down. Resist easing up on your focus. I think most of the time when, when we set plans and goals, there is a part of our nature that always wants us to quit, right? There is a part of us that always want to enjoy that freedom of just sitting and not doing shit and not doing anything and all that stuff. Resist that. Stay focused. That is good. Build worth. That is good. Play to your strength. If it is not illegal or if it is not being crooked towards another person, play to your strength, I would say. Those are good points. I think he just started with a shitty top three. Do not get married. Avoid family creation. Vasectomy in your 20s. That, those top three is what I think caused the problem. It's what had men go what the fuck are you talking about? Get a vasectomy at 20 so that you cannot have kids your entire life? Just imagine that 90% of the men in the world decided to do this. What will be the world's population by like the next 20, 30 years? Right? Or 50 years. If, if 90% of young men today decided to do this, in their 20s and not have kids. 
what do you think the world's population is going to be in the next 50 to 100 years? What do you think would happen? Sometimes some of these ideologies, we need to like pay attention and listen carefully to, to what people are teaching, right? And being the godfather of red pill, if this is what red pill stands for, then I think most of the people in red pill need to get the fuck out. Like, I've not been a big fan of them. And I know there were a lot of people that say they are red pill, but don't necessarily stand for things like this. They don't even stand for their, their angry men. Like, like that energy that DJ Academics had on the Fresh and Fit podcast some time ago. I think I talked about it. It was just an audio version, which is still on the audio podcast that you can check out. I'll put the link in the description. That angry man that hates women and it's all about, I got money and I got this. That angry red pill, no, no, not all the guys are like that. Most of the guys are really chill. They are just alpha. They are just alpha. But I think as humans, we love to be part of a group. And so sometimes we just kind of connect ourselves to something new to say, oh, I'm red pill too. But most of the time, most men are really not like that. They don't stand for things like this. They actually will want to get married, even if it is not in the government system. They will want to have kids. They won't avoid family creation, right? And so these things, yes, don't maybe don't get married at, at an age where you feel it will interfere with your focus and your plan. But I do know that as men, I think it's better when you marry early not too early and not too late, I would say. I would say between 29 or let's say 28 and like 33 is the age that I would say men should get married, right? That is what I would say. I think at some point I will address why I stand for that. Um, and avoid family creation. Yes, maybe if you have a purpose and a plan and a goal in in your early 20s, mid-20s, maybe you should hold on that. But the point from what he said on the third point, which is the vasectomy part, kind of speaks to, okay, so the top two, not getting married and avoiding family, is something that you want them to do permanently. But then that, that question comes in, what is the point of becoming a high-value man if you can't have a family and if you can't have kids and you are avoiding marriage, then what the fuck are you doing? What is the point, Right. That that all plays a part. And I will link the description to all some of the interviews that he's done so far, trying to explain away his points and what he meant by that and all that. I think he was just lying. I think he meant it because these are like the quickest paths to becoming high-value men. It's like a stamped on belief that he has and he states these are the points. He's not. And then I think in, in another interview, that is what he said. Because you're red pill, okay? It, and suddenly I'm blue pill because I am actually in a relationship where it's like close on her end, close on your on, on her end and close on my end. But if I go and I talk to the top G or I talk to somebody who's like in an open relationship, is that guy high value because of that? I'm not, this is not a judgment call. I'm just saying that the definition is going to be different. Even if you have all those things, even each one of those things that you just mentioned is still, a, it's still subject to the context. I agree with what you said, Destiny. What I'm saying is that from within each one of those attributes, 
People are going to have something something wildly different. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to use that for fucking blog fodder and topics to go and do, you know, quick hit videos on because they just want, you know, click through rate for something like that. What would we say about women? If we say what is a high value woman? You tell me, man. It's like again, it's a, yeah, this is the definition. Bro, this should be. This is like your wheelhouse. This is your, this is your chance to steamroll. I don't think you understand why fucking wheelhouse is. Quite honestly, I don't <laughs> think you do. Shit, isn't that what you do? Your so name you should is know, the like, rational high, male. Yeah, a high value woman is. I, I don't talk about high value women, dude. I keep. Ta- in fact, if anything, I say there's no such thing as a quality woman because it's an ideal that guys have in their heads. There's no such thing as a quality woman. No such thing as a quality woman because guys have this. I, the quality woman is an ideal, but we, I mean, we could talk about that when I get there. But the thing is, is this is like when you're building a relationship or when you have this idea in your head, you want to know why guys get into so much fucking trouble in their marriages It's because of that ideal. Because every, every guy who ever got married thought that she was the best fucking thing in the world. Otherwise, he wouldn't have got married to her. And then Telly gets across the divorce table from her. And now she's a fucking evil monster. You, you genuinely don't think that there's quality women in the world? I don't think. I think that there are there are women who have different attributes than others that match very well with uh, with guys. Sure, there are good cliques, of course. But the thing is, is like the idea of the quality woman is an ideal that guys have that gets them into a lot of trouble. That's why they're in love with the ideal, not the actual person. So That's there, are high value men, but there aren't high value women. I was saying that there, I said there, there, there aren't high value men and there aren't high value women. OK, it's, it's it, it just depends on who we're talking about. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Bro. I, the context. Context. I, I don't even saying. know what the fuck we're talking about. I get what you're saying. High value man is what you make of it. Then there is no high value man. If high-value man is what each person makes of it, then there is no high-value man. Because what high-value man will mean to me, and it's not what high-value man will mean to you. It's not what high-value man will mean to somebody in Africa. It's not what high-value man will mean to somebody will mean to somebody in Europe. Everybody defines its own. It becomes subjective. If it is no longer objective, there is no objective truth to it as to what high-value man is, then there's no fucking high-value man. It's as simple as that. But I think... Sneaker was just pushing him in a tight corner that he just needed to give some sort of explanation or explain it away somehow. But hey, either way, thank you for joining me on this one. I would advise that if you listen to this episode, Red Pill might not be the place for you. Just be a freaking man. Work your butt off. Work your ass off. Network. Build worth. Work on your health. Work out. Exercise. Stay healthy. And treat women good. Salute.